welcome to Life of Angst, known exaggerations and gross misconceptions. Visit our website at lifeofangst.com. Welcome to the show. My name is Sarah. Today we are going to talk about Richard Parks Bland. I wrote a blog post about Mr. Bland and I'm going to go ahead and uh, give you some of that information that I learned uh, while doing some research to write the post. So I have lived in Laquit County my whole life. I've talked about this before. Um, I am the fifth generation of my family to live in Laquit County. My kids are the sixth. I have cousins whose kids are the eighth generation uh, to live in this county. I'm sure there's ninth and tenth at this point. Um, but I've lived here my whole life and outside the courthouse, um, the old courthouse, the new courthouse, is this giant statue of a guy uh, with one arm on his hip and the other arm pointing into the air. Uh, like he's given a speech and I never really understood who he was or what the whole statue thing was about I've heard stories my whole life that like um high schoolers what they would do would be go out there and put a bra on him or hang a bra or underwear or something from his finger or put clothes on him uh, a lady in my daughters of the American Revolution chapter said that it was just it was a, like a rite of passage that everyone did that they'd go put put clothes on the statue um, so, but it wasn't until recently that I decided to actually learn more about this guy and who he is and why do we have a statue of him uh, outside of our courthouse right in downtown Lebanon. So Richard Parks Bland was a local lawyer, educator, and politician uh, best known for supporting silver uh, as an addition to the gold standard in the United States. So he served in the House of Representatives from 1873 to 1895 and then again from 1897 until he died in 1899. In his day, he was a giant. Everyone knew him. He was well-known throughout the whole country, and he was a strong contender for the Democratic presidential nomination in 1896. Uh, he was in Washington for more than 20 years, and he really got to know all the movers and shakers of his era. In his time on the Hill, he became friends with other well-known uh, politicians, including William Jennings Bryan, which a lot of you have probably heard of. Um, though he was more than just a, a one-issue politician, he was pretty much known for his fierce support of bimetallism. He actually earned the nickname Silver Dick. And according to uh, my good friend uh, and a, a local educator, Maggie Corey, uh, she says, Dr. Slaughter, the former superintendent of Lebanon schools, once told me that early on, because Richard Dick Bland's political issue was silver usage, there was serious consideration for naming the high school mascot a dick. Lebanon would have been known as the home of the Silver Dicks. That was the plan. Um, so I'm sure the locals are happy that that idea never actually went through. We are the Lebanon Yellow Jackets. Uh, Bland was so well-known and well-liked that when he passed away, his friends on Capitol Hill decided to create a statue in his honor and donate it to the city of Lebanon. So newspapers across the country actually published articles about this statue. Um, the Los Angeles Herald in uh, 1902, uh, June 26, 1902, actually wrote, The suggestion for a monument was first made by William J. Bryan. The statue is 5 feet and 11 inches, being the exact height of Mr. Bland. It's pronounced by those who have seen it to be a splendid likeness of the man. It was actually unveiled on June 18, 1902, at the Laclede County Courthouse. Williams, Jennings, Bryan, and others addressed a large crowd as they dedicated the likeness of their beloved statesman. Um, the pedestal of the statue is actually engraved on one side with part of one of his speeches. Okay, It says, I do speak for the great masses of the Missouri Valley when I say that, when I say that he will not submit 
to the domination of any political party, however much we may love it, that lays the sacrificing hand upon silver and will demonetize it. So though he was well known back in his day, uh, people, you know, these days don't even really know who he is. He was, he was a big guy back then, but I guess there wasn't a lot of staying power for bimetallism since the issue is, is long dead. Um, but Harold Bell Wright, who was a famous author in the early 20th century. He lived in Lebanon for a time and was a, a pastor at a local church. Um, but he published a book called The Calling of Dan Matthews in 1909. Even by then, the memory of this famous statesman had faded. So the statue is mentioned several times in Harold Bell Wright's book. Um, and the town of Corinth, which is a fictional town in The Calling of Dan Matthews, is actually based on Lebanon. So uh, I think Wright... Uh, summed up the feelings of most locals today beautifully when uh, over a hundred years ago he wrote, quote, Sometimes when the doctor looks at the monument, the cast iron image of his old friend and its cast iron attitude, forever delivering that speech on an issue as dead today as an edict of one of the pharaohs, he laughs, and sometimes, even as he laughs, he curses. So, Richard Parks Bland, I hope you've learned a little about him. Uh, we actually have, you know, uh, streets in town. We have, you know, things named after Bland. Um, so uh, if you want to learn more, she's got a Wikipedia page. Check him out. Um, go take a picture with the statue. Uh, enjoy the beautiful monument at the Laclede County Courthouse, but uh, don't go putting clothes on it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening.